the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. Beautiful day, actually. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I'm here with Joe Ferraro. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. Got a great show for you today, but Joe, I can't imagine any better weather weather in any better setting than the front porch at Porky's on a beautiful day like today. How come we're not at the beach? That's, <laughs> that's, what I, that's my question. Why are we not at the beach right now? Well, since we can't be there, <laughs> hey, we're probably about the next best place, actually. That's true, because the food's a lot better here. And great people to hang out with as well. I agree. And uh, friends, we've well, got a lot happening. This is an important, exciting time in high school sports throughout Florida. It's it kind sure of the is. transition from winter sports into spring sports. Uh, the winter sports are having their playoffs now. And, of course, the spring sports are getting geared up and starting their seasons. Popka Baseball got their official season start, regular season started in the past week and got off to a, with a great win over Oviedo. Yep, two, two big wins. Great to see Coach Mike McDaniel getting off to a great start with Blue Darter Baseball in his first year as head coach. Of course, they've been participating in the Big Blue Bonanza, the, the truly legendary tournament which has been hosted by Lake Brantley for many, many years, even decades. Um, and performing very well over there. Also, uh, basketball won the district, made it to the regional finals, where unfortunately we lost a heartbreaker last night to Boone High School. We'll talk about that. Coach Williams will join us later in the program, as, as he has been doing. And I also want to let shout out, give a shout-out to Apopka Blue Darter Boys Wrestling. They claimed a district title as well. So there's a lot of great, exciting things happening in Apopka High School sports right now. Blue Darter sports programs, without a doubt, are champions. But, you know, Joe, I did want to, before we get more in-depth in talking about those uh, the things we just mentioned, there's an important event that our station, 1520 WBZW, is hosting, I mean, is, is, is sponsoring, and it actually at Journey Christian Church in Apopka, and that is the 2018 Apopka City Council Town Hall Forum, Candidate Forum. And I know you're working hard on it. You've got a, a wonderful flyer. And I just wanted to let all of our listeners know that um, you know they can come out to Journey Christian Church, see the candidates in person, meet the candidates actually before the, the Town Hall Forum starts. And it's a great opportunity for all the candidates to actually talk directly to um, the citizens and the voters. And this all happens March 6th. Doors open at 6.15 into the lobby where all the candidates have the opportunity to meet and greet you. And you can ask them pointed questions if you if you care to. Plus, we'll have three-by-five cards where they can actually write down a question that the um, 
the panel, or I should say it's not really a panel, uh, the hosts are Christopher Hart from the American Adversaries, which can be heard Monday through Friday on our sister station, 660 The Answer. Also, um, Pete Paquette, our ops manager, program director, all around hardest working guy I know in radio will be the two moderators, and we're looking forward to a great event. I do want to emphasize, you know, it's going to be kind of a more of a relaxed setting. It's not a, yes. quote, debate. You know, it's not going to be one of these count uh, point, counterpoint type of deals. Well, you said this about me. Well, here's something about you type it's of thing. It's a conversation. Uh, it's basically a yeah, conversation. Uh, the... Um, the moderators will pose various questions relating to our Apopka community, of course, and it'll be a great forum that the, the um, candidates will have a chance to have a little bit longer answers than you normally do in a typical debate format. And um, yeah, hopefully it'll be a very comfortable setting and an opportunity for all the candidates just to share their vision for Apopka, something about their the background, uh, why they feel they're the best qualified candidate sure. and, um, in, in a great, relaxed setting. And for those that would be concerned, everybody's going to get pretty much equal amount of time to speak. You know, not the same question may or may not be posed to uh, all the candidates. You know, it's a crapshoot of questions, and there'll be a lot of them. So anyway, very exciting. You know, it's once again, you know, as as a native of Apopka, I think this is a very exciting election, to say the least. Of course, the mayor's election speaks for itself. Uh, I want to emphasize our forum, our town hall is just going to be the city council candidate, yes. which I think is very important. And, um, you know, Joe, I was just thinking, this is one of the most hotly contested city council uh, races um, in my lifetime, literally, uh, in terms of the number of candidates. And personally, I'm one who thinks a lot of candidates is a good thing. I think it's great to have a lot of candidates. I think it's a, a, a sign of a healthy community that a lot of people um, you want to serve. Are, are, that, are that interested in, and want to serve. Yeah, it's seat one, um, it was Councilman Billy Dean's seat. He's retiring and after many years of serving the community. And seat two, Diane Velasquez, who is the incumbent. She's incumbent and running for re-election. And, you know, interestingly enough, there are four candidates in each race. And I really can't remember a, a campaign, maybe, maybe uh, in the recent years, one or two. But, uh, you know, for many, many years, you know, Mayor Land dominated Apopka to such a great extent that, um, you know, a lot of people just, uh, a lot of times city council members would run with no opposition. Or, or there might be one challenger to, right. to challenge an incumbent city council member. Um, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that that's the way it was. Th- th- this makes things <laughs> more, more, more interesting. It's not exactly an interesting race when you have somebody get elected with no with no opposition. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're that candidate, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. But No opposition. But, it sounds like North Korea. No, but, no but, but my, my point is, I think it's interesting. I, I've had many people tell me, um, and I even put myself in this category, they don't know a lot about every single candidate, um, which is a great. That's why we want to have this town hall forum. So sure, that, come out, and meet them. So that you can come out, get to know the candidates, get to know them better, see them perform live um, in person, speaking directly to uh, to the citizens, and um, just think it's a, a great thing all the way around. And if you're wondering what this has to do with sports, well, politics is a sport. Well, well, it's a you know, popka <laughs> community, you know, and it, it's uh, you know public public service that we're yes. offering for the pop for the for the uh, popka community, and it's free specifically. Sometimes issues that affect Apopka uh, Blue Daughter Sports actually come before the city city council, actually. That, that's true. And we probably didn't say this. This is free event open to the general public 
everybody is invited to come out. Again, Journey Christian Church. It's on 441. Pardon me for not knowing the exact address. It's at 1965 South Orange Blossom oh, Trail. that should be easy enough to know. Which, of course, is, is um, you know, um, how, also Highway 441. Doors open 615. The event actually starts 7 p.m. Oh, and by the way, we're going to be broadcasting my hometown with Debbie O'Brien live from there leading up That's to That's awesome. It. Come out and meet Debbie. And we'll also be broadcasting the American Adversaries also live on 660 WORL, The Answer, and 105.5 FM leading up to the yeah, event. Yeah, it's a big deal. Over three radio stations oh, yeah, covering right. throughout Central Florida. You know, uh, so anyway, very excited about it, and I encourage all of our listeners to come on up there and, and join us. And uh, I do want to alert our producer that uh, Brian King could join us today. And if you want to give Brian a call, Jeff, now would be a good time. Now would be a good time, Jeff, and um, our fabulous producer. And of course, we expect to hear from Coach Scott Williams at eleven forty, and he'll talk about the, of course, the, the heartbreaking loss last night at home to Boone in the regional finals, but also um, the, the the great season that we had uh, as well. But I, I, I do want to, um, you know, specifically one issue that comes to mind is um, a year or so ago, it, it was a hotly contested issue that came before the city council, and it had to do with um, fees for youth sports out at the uh, Northwest Recreation Complex. Historically, as I understand it, uh, the youth football programs uh, did not uh, have to pay fees. Right. Know, and, and so I guess there was a proposal to institute fees for football. And, um, you know, that, I think that was a that was a, an interesting issue. I could see merits on both sides of it, but the, I think that was one of those three-to-two-vote three kinds of things. In fact, it was such an important issue, Coach Darlington actually went to a city council meeting and spoke uh, on that issue to to um, you know, make the case right. uh, to not to have fees for youth football. So anyway, that that's why uh, you know, one of the many reasons why the our town hall um, forum presented by WBZW, which is presented, you know, sp- sponsored by WBZW, but it's pre- actually presented by Dr. Patrick St. Germain uh, and, Burn DC and BurnFatOrlando.com is, 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 is relevant to, to people who listen to our show. Very much so. But now we've got uh, Brian King on the line, and, and let's go to, to Brian right now. Hello, Brian. Hey, Roger. Thank you for joining us. You know, I was thinking what a beautiful day it is here today, and every days like this always make me think about baseball and kind of longing to be out on the diamond. But, you know, when I think about baseball, I think about you oftentimes too, you know, the great work you do with Orlando Baseball Academy and, you know, your your great career in the game of baseball. Um, so I, I know that the, the Blue Darters got started the regular season over the past week or so and uh, have picked up two good wins. And I'd just like to have you uh, share some of your thoughts uh, about Blue Darter baseball uh, you know, over the past week and getting the season started. Well, well I've gotten off to a good start. Um, I, I got a chance to catch uh, a little bit of their regular season opener. Uh, and I think they got a chance to be really good. So they swung the bat very good. Uh, their uh, number one starter, Cameron Stewart, uh, pitched okay. Uh, the first time out, I uh, wasn't the best I'd seen him, but the good thing about it was, without his best stuff, uh, he battled through and gave him three solid innings. And uh, I, I really liked their offense. I thought their offense looked that very aggressively. And they ran the bases aggressively. Uh, I, I, I think there's a good start, good things ahead of the Darters. 
Yeah, I know we uh, one of the wins was over Oviedo, which of course is a very quality program. Who who was the other win? Uh, they beat uh, Oliva in the opener, and then in game two they beat. Uh, and so now can you talk about some of the other teams you know here in central florida and, and throughout our district uh how how have, have they gotten started it was actually lake howell five to one um the other game which that's another quality program um can you uh how are some of the other teams, specifically in our district, uh, looking for this year? Well, again, I think this by far is the toughest district in the uh, in the state. It's not choppy. Westron, you've gotten off to a little slow start, but you kind of expected that uh, with the change of staff right before the season started. And everything, I'm sure that they'll get it situated before uh, before district play starts. Um, Olympia, I think, will be pretty good again. Uh, they played their first game, I believe, Wednesday. Uh, I'm not, I don't remember how they did Wednesday, but uh, I'm, I'm sure they're going to be pretty good again. Uh, and I saw a little bit of Lake Brantley against Lake Howell, and uh, I saw Lake Brantley look pretty well, uh, too. Uh, so, again, uh, as, as the norm in this uh, district, I think it'll be a uh, – Free for all to uh, for the for the top two spots. Uh, you just have to play good every day in this district here, uh, or you'll get beat. Now we're speaking with Brian King on Blue Darter Central Blue Darter Sports Central right now. We're talking about baseball specifically. The Blue Darters got off to uh, last week with two great wins: eight to five over Oviedo and five to one over Lake Howell. Two very quality teams. Um, now, also, coming up on Friday, March 2nd, Apopka will play Edgewater um, at Edgewater in a 4 p.m. game. And the first home game uh, will be Thursday, March the 1st, 6.30 p.m. at Jay Barnes Field versus Evans. Now, Brian, I, I know this. We've talked to you a lot about this topic, but I think it's a topic that that pretty much other than our conversations isn't talked about a whole lot. And that is... Uh, how to prepare for the future for youngsters that want to play college baseball. And um, there's some specific things they could be doing right now, but we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, we'll pick it up and, and I'll, I'll, we'll address it, that topic. Our friends, you're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central coming to you live from Porky's. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you today. We're coming to you live from the front porch of Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Just look for the big black and yellow sign. You can't miss it as you go through town on Highway 441. In fact, as you enter town, especially coming from the east. We're uh, speaking right now with Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, also a former, of course, a Popka Blue Daughter baseball player and assistant coach. Before we go back to Brian, I want to give a shout-out to our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com, and let you know that Dr. St. Germain has been voted best chiropractor for now six years in a row. And also want to remind you about the 
2018 Apopka City Council candidate town hall forum coming up Tuesday, March 6th. Doors open 7 p.m. Town hall starts Tuesday, 6.15 p.m. Town hall starts at 7 p.m. at Journey Christian Church, located 1965 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka, just right across from Walmart. And that's presented by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and BurnFatOrlando.com. Now let's go back to Brian King. And, Brian, you know, before we went to break, you know, one of the things that you really specialize in and, and have a great talent for is instructing and, and informing youngsters and their parents, those who would like to you know, play baseball past high school in college, and maybe even beyond, but but you know, especially taking that first step in college ball, uh, the process of how they can prepare to do that, and that's very important because there really aren't too many people out there really sharing that information, and largely that's kind of a trial and error process, unless you have somebody such as yourself um, mentoring and guiding. So, can you share with us, um, you know, what are some of the things that that young? And I think now is a great time to start to think about this. You know, as a season is starting, when should youngsters really start to and their parents start to prepare um, and, and look to the future if they want to play college baseball? And what are some of the steps that they should take? I think we might have lost them. Okay. okay. Well, you know how cell phones are. <laughs> you know, they drop. So, and. Friends, you're listening to Blue Dart Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We look forward to speaking with Coach Scott Williams a little bit later in our show. And, of course, the Blue Darters lost a real heartbreaker to Boone High School. I believe it was one point uh, in the original finals last night, which, of course, ended their season. But it was a season that included a district championship and a 17-10 record and an outstanding second half of the season under Coach Williams. But right now, I think we've got Brian back. And let's go back to Brian King. Hello, Brian. Hey, Ron. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. I just we wanted to see uh, if you could share what uh, should the youngsters and their parents be, who want to play college baseball be doing right now, and, and what's a good time to start? At what uh, age uh, and, and part of, point of development should players and parents start to prepare to to play college baseball if, if that's their goal and desire. Absolutely. We know that the college process is like in all athletic sports. You're starting earlier and earlier and earlier. Uh, you still need to start that, that you start heading into the high, high school age, uh, eighth and ninth grade, start uh, developing some work habits that uh, will be uh, worthy of somebody going to bat to a college coach for you. And... Um, Start looking into college that might interest you, both athletically and academically. Uh, and and then again, one of the biggest things to me as a, as a young teenager just beginning the process is to get out to as many college games as you can and watch them, and even go watch them practice. Uh, you know, if you have parents that they're free in the afternoon, go over and watch sessions and see how practice. Go to a game and see how they handle themselves in the game. Uh, see how what kind of atmosphere it's like. Um, you can you can gain a lot of information by watching. And then of course, when the younger guys know, uh, now's a great time. Little league started. There's travel ball going on all the time. Um, get, get with an instructor. Uh, 
that you trust, that that you think has your son's best interest at heart. Because you know what? Unfortunately, there's so many guys out there um, that uh, want to do lessons, but it's, but they're doing lessons for the money. And we're, we're anybody who does this, there's there's a financial part of it. There's no doubt. But the biggest thing that I tell people is find somebody who you think has your son's best interest at heart because he's going to coach the son. Uh, in today's society, so many people don't like to be coached because they think it's a negative or a uh, integration. You know what? Coaching is correcting. And uh, if the instructor just always tells you, way to go, Brian, you're doing great, Brian, well, then that's, that's what you believe. And part of, part of being an instructor is saying, no, you know what? we got to do this better. No, we got to correct this. Um, and there's many ways to get at it. So the best thing is to find somebody who, that you're, if you're paying for it, that will make sure that they're making corrections and doing the coaching. Uh, it's not a negative to be coached. Um, and, and that's so important is that you're not just paying somebody to flip balls or hit ground balls to your son. If you're paying money for it, you're going to want to make sure that, that they're getting some instruction and some um, criticism on technique and stuff so that they get better. Great advice. Great insights. Well, Brian, thanks for checking in with us. It's always great to speak with you. And, um, you know, th- thanks for sharing your insights, and we look forward to speaking with you sometime soon. That's, that's awesome. I appreciate you having me, Roger. And, uh, look forward to being back on the again here real soon. That's great. Brian King, founder of Orlando Baseball Academy, with a great report on high school baseball in general and especially some um, insights into our first two games, Apopka's first two regular season games, which were great wins over Oviedo, 8-5, to and Lake Howell, five to one and joe why don't we uh, shift gears and talk a little bit about basketball of course uh, you know uh, season came to an end last night had lost a tough one at home to boone high school and um, we'll be talking to coach williams a little bit later but uh, that doesn't overshadow the fact that it was a very uh, excellent season for blue darter basketball this season i mean they were looking really good um like you said, the second half, after Christmas, all of a sudden they really started to solidify and they took off. They were hitting the three-pointers. They were guarding the basket well. But and like uh, you said, you know, it's a heartbreaker when you, you're down, when you lose by one point. And that's what happens. That's what's the thing that makes postseason so exciting, you know, in all postseason, but especially in, in high school, in basketball and high school basketball is, you know, there are no guarantees in any game. You know, any game um, – you can lose, and if you lose, your season's over. So that, the stakes are, are very, very, very high. And they flip quickly. Exactly. You know? In fact, uh, yeah, we uh, actually had a lead there uh, in the early part of the game last night, and uh, Boone was able to come back and speak out that one-point victory. But, um, it, of course, it, it was a great win over West Orange to capture our first district title in five years, which we spoke with Coach Williams about last week. And, and, and overall, it was just, I think, another step forward. One of the things about Coach Williams' tour here as, as, as our coach, as head basketball coach, is that the, the program has taken a step forward every single year, and, and, and it took a, took a bigger step forward this year. The improvements are phenomenal. But he is an outstanding coach. Now, one of the characteristics, as we've talked about a lot, is 
that it was a, a veteran team this year, young team last year, but a veteran team this year had five of the uh, real key players were, were seniors, five or six of them. And we'll be losing them, which is a big chunk of our our production and you know um, our minutes and uh, b- big part of the team this year. But having said that, um, we we got some younger guys coming up through the program as well. So I think that we should be in in good shape as we embark upon next season. And we'll ask Coach Williams about that, who who we have returning, who he's counting on to return, and uh, you know what he's expecting next year. Yeah, because I remember our conversation with him last week where he was talking about the bench. He's impressed with the bench. It is deep. So it'll be nice to see who's going to be stepping up and filling those shoes. And also want to once again mention Blue Darter Wrestling captured a district championship, and it's always great to see wrestling do well. You know, Joe, when we used to go out to the school every Friday, that was one of my favorite sports to cover was Blue Darter Wrestling. You know, it seems like those guys guys are just, uh, you know, a lot of unique personalities um, are attracted to the sport of wrestling, and it always made for some some great interviews and some great stories when when we talked to the wrestlers. Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. But it was great to see them. Of course, Coach Hauser had moved, has moved on. He's over at Windermere now. But uh, you know, our, our new head coach uh, was able to engineer another district championship, which is which which is great to see. And um, you know, one of the things I would like to continue as we go back to to baseball, I mean basketball, excuse me, is one of the things that excited, it's exciting about following Coach Williams observing him is is all the work he does off the basketball court to build a program and it's really the path to big time success in any high school sport especially basketball is building a program not just coaching a team and i think that's one of the many areas where coach williams really excels is is building the program yeah you know a couple years ago he invested a lot of time energy effort money raised money to make sure that our locker rooms were um you know, better than anybody else's locker rooms to set a championship tone. Exactly. Uh, a cult, build a culture of excellence. Um, I know he's tirelessly out there watching other games. Uh, you know, kids, middle school games, youth basketball games. You know, seeing who's coming up through the ranks, investing his time to help. Uh, uh, co- it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue. We're out on the front porch today on this beautiful Friday morning. Joined by Joe Ferraro. We're talking about a variety of Blue Darter Sports on the program today. And once again, I do want to remind you about the 2018 Apopka City Council Candidate Town Hall Forum, which is being sponsored put together by 1520 wbzw it'll take place on tuesday march the 6th at journey christian church apopka 1965 south orange blossom trail which of course is also highway 441 there in the right pretty much right across from from walmart um over on this this uh out on highway 441 no uh, cost open to the open public to the public come on out Doors open 6.15 p.m. You'll have a chance to meet the candidates. And then at 7 p.m., the town hall forum will begin. The first round will have uh, the four candidates competing in one of the seats, one or two that hasn't been determined yet, which is going to go first. I think what's going to happen, a coin will be flipped to see which, whether it's seat 
candidates from seat one or seat two will take the stage first. And then uh, after uh, about an hour, um, then this, the second group of candidates for the other seat will join. So you have a chance to see all the candidates um, on the stage at the same time that are vying for the two seats. And it's uh, something that's going to be a great night of information. Candidates have the opportunity to present their qualifications, their vision, their goals directly to the people um, at the forum, at the town hall forum at Journey Christian Church, but also, as, as Joe has said earlier, it's going to be broadcast right here on 1520 WBZW Live from 7 to, to 9 p.m., and also on our sister stations, FM 105.5, The Answer, and AM 660, The Answer. So we encourage you to to come on out and be there and attend and see the candidates on Tuesday, March 6th at Journey Christian Church. Doors open 6.15 p.m. in Apopka, of course. Now, one other thing, sport we wanted to mention, too, talking about the transition from winter sports to spring sports, is a Blue Darter boys and girls lacrosse opened with victories. And that's another outstanding story, which we were right on. The, we've been following that for the last couple of years. You know, um, boys lacrosse has, has, has had success and, uh, and been a solid program over the last several years. However, girls lacrosse had really lagged behind. In fact, I think it wasn't too long ago, maybe two or three seasons ago, they didn't win a game. Well, you know, under the direction, I believe, of Coach Alt, um, really has turned the program around directly, and they are highly competitive uh, and, and, a, and, a, and an outstanding team now. So it's great to have both Apopka boys lacrosse and girls lacrosse performing at a high level and competing at a high level. You know, that's absolutely right, because a while back, I remember we were talking to uh, the lacrosse coach, and excuse me for not remembering his name, but had said the the girls lacrosse team was more considered uh, a practice game for all the other teams around the county. And that's not anymore. Certainly not the case anymore, That that's for sure. Um, so it's great to, to see those teams get off to a good start with wins and we're looking forward to both of them uh, being highly competitive this year and have, having great seasons. Of course, our friend Krista Clue over at CF Insurance Services, um, I, I don't know if technically he would be could be turned a, a volunteer assistant coach, but I do know he invests tremendous amounts of time, effort, and energy um, to the, the Blue Daughter Girls Lacrosse program. Outstanding. Way to go, Chris. And uh, you know, why don't we go back to, to baseball? And, of course, I want to you know, remind everybody, if you're just joining us, the Blue Darters got, got their season started with two regular season wins. Last week they had a great win over o- Oviedo and also a, a great win over Lake Howell, two very quality high school baseball programs out of Seminole County. And, you know, of course, as we've talked about a lot, uh, this is – Coach Mike McDaniel's first season as Blue Darter baseball coach. Yeah, you know, just coming out of the box with two wins, it shows a lot of promise for the Blue Darter baseball team this season. And, of course, under Coach Lasseter, Coach Lasseter really took over a program and elevated it. In fact, talking about taking a step forward every year, literally every single year, Coach Lasseter, under his direction, the program took a big step forward. So uh, we have a great, solid foundation of a program, but you know one of the things that's that it's not always automatic, you know, for a new coach to take over a solid program and do well. So, um, you know, it's always um, 
you know, kind of a dicey situation with, with the new coach coming in under any circumstances. But it's uh, great to see the guys and Coach McDaniel getting t- two wins under his belt right out right out of the blocks. Yeah, it takes a lot for the kids themselves, you know, to buy into the new coach's uh, philosophy and program and to see where his head is. And it's they have apparently, which is wonderful, all bought into it. And moving forward. You're off to a good start. Yeah. And, it, and it's always, of course, it's a long season, so a lot can happen. But um, anyway, you know, it's as it's was baseball. the case with, with Coach Lassiter, started with quality, you know, top-notch competition and um, bagged two wins right out of the blocks over at the Big Blue Bonanza. And I do want to mention, I mentioned it before, but I also do want to mention that the first home game for the regular season will be Tuesday, March 1st, 6.30 p.m. at Jay Barnes Field against Evans. And then on Friday, the next day, March 2nd, the Blue Darters will travel over to Edgewater High School in College Park for a 4 p.m. game. And, of course, and if you haven't, get your tickets for these games. And another note, uh, kind of a interesting note, is that Ev- uh, Edgewater – is actually coached by Casey Gerke, who is the son of former longtime Blue Darter head football coach Chip Gerke. Well, when you hear the name Gerke, you, you, you just know outstanding coach. Goes it, along with that because it's, it's, it's tradition. And, in fact, uh, not everybody remembers, um, but um, you know, Chip Gerke actually was the head baseball coach for one year at Apopka and did very well before he took over the head football job. So, anyway, just real excited about Blue Garter baseball. We're always excited about Blue Garter baseball, but uh, especially excited now that the season's starting to get underway. And that, you know, when we come you know, a little bit later, we look forward to being joined by Coach Scott Williams, and we'll get a, in, you know, in fact, in any minute now. And, okay, he's, he's on the line right now, so let, let's, let's go to Blue Garter Boys basketball coach, Coach Scott Williams. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me, Roger. You know, and I'd love to have you share with us about the the regional game last night. Of course, it was a heartbreaking loss, uh, you know, close loss to the Boone Braves, which I guess ended our season. Could you just, uh, you know, know, give us uh, your thoughts on the game last night? Uh, As as we knew it would be, um, extremely physical, competitive, hard-fought. Uh, two teams that are really, really good defensively. Uh, two teams that really prepare well. And so you don't get anything easy. Um, and uh, we just uh, we just came a couple plays short. Uh, you know, obviously uh, it's a, a tough day. Not not because we lost, um, because you know only one team and in your classification gets to end its season with a victory, but because we are are so blessed by having a group of seniors that have been the cornerstone of, of building a program that hopefully will have a legacy for a long time to come, both in terms of what we do on the floor but off the floor. The, the fact that starting today, it's different, and that those guys, you know, we're not getting ready for practice, and we're not in a locker room together, and sharing fellowship together and, and all of those things. I just um, uh, I can't be prouder of this team uh, for all that uh, they've accomplished during the year. And um, It was a very, very 
emotional experience after the game once again, probably in, in many ways less so because of, of losing a game to a team that it's not a, a bad thing to lose to Boone. They're a very good club. And, you know, matchups make fights, and we just um, – our, our, our style of play and, and what we're good at, unfortunately, doesn't – lend itself to trying to get Boone out of its comfort zone. They're very comfortable doing what we're very comfortable doing. And so you know you're just going to have to grind. And uh, We just had a few moments where some breakdowns happened and they took advantage. And as I told as I told John Peary last night, I just felt like maybe my initial reflection was that they did a little better job when they got some some advantage their way. And uh, then the times when we got advantage, we didn't take advantage of those situations quite as well. But um, uh, love our kids, and it's been one of the most fulfilling years I've ever had in coaching. Coach Scott Williams joining us to talk Blue Darter basketball and exactly, Coach, and one thing I mentioned before you joined us is as we have observed you as Blue Daughter Coach, the program has taken a step forward every single year, and that obviously occurred this year, culminating with our first district championship in the last five years. Can you just talk about, I mean, you may have not had a chance yet to reflect on the season because I know the sting of last night is still you know very vivid, but could you maybe reflect a little bit on the overall season this year and the high points and what you felt you accomplished in terms of taking the program again another step forward? Well, you know, certainly the second half of the season, we played the way that I felt like we were capable of. You know, I guess we won 11 out of 12 going into last night, and and that's against playing against really good people. Um, you know, and um, so to win a district championship, to finish second in the Metro, um, uh, and being the only team that beat Edgewater, finishing a game behind him in the Metro. Um, uh, second state playoff appearance in three years, um, and doing it with a group of young men that are such remarkable ambassadors for our school, their families, and, and our community. You know, something that that we're very, very proud of. Um, and the fact that um, I feel like that not only did our seniors make progress, but we got outstanding uh, improvement and progression out of some of our young kids and sets us up for, you know, the eight returners that we have coming back next year. I'm, I'm really excited about them and excited about what we can be. Um, it'll just it'll be a very different feeling the first time we get together just because there's some, some faces that I've been with for, for three and four years and different things. But um, we're very excited about the future because I think that those, uh, those young kids have, have taken the uh, – heed of how our seniors have led and how they care and and uh, you know we we've talked a lot about not wanting to be you know kind of a one-hit wonder to be a program that year in and year out can sustain itself and hopefully part of what we did this year was to cement or continue to cement a foundation that that allows you to do that to where people begin to go you know what um, it's not a fluke that a Popka basketball is really good every year. And, you know, just from the standpoint, the last three years, all three years at various times, we've been in the uh, the Sentinel Sweet 16 for the best 16 teams in the greater Central Florida area. Um, we finished uh, 
we finished this year uh, in the top 15 of the state in Class 9A and Max Preps, which is the state, um, the state ranking and state poll. And, um, you know, so it's, there's a lot to be proud of on the floor. Um, but quite honestly, I'm I'm prouder of who we are off the floor and um, the the nature uh, of the kids that walk in our locker room every day. And coach, I'd love we're gonna go to our, our break here, and okay. uh, when we come back, I would like to have you just expound on on the the guys that will be leaving the program because as as you said they made tremendous impact on the program and then also when we come back i'd like to have you you know take a peek ahead to next year and uh share about some of those eight guys that are coming back as well friends who are you're listening to blue daughter sports central coming to you live from the front porch at porky's i also want to let you know that our program is presented and sponsored by our friends over at florida door solutions and let you know if you've got garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. We'll be right back. Coming to you live from Porky's. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro. We're on the front porch at Porky's. Invite you to come on up and officially get your weekend started off right on this beautiful day at Porky with lunch at Porky's Barbecue Apopka. And while you're here, I'll help them celebrate their 15th anniversary going on all month in February. We're speaking, we're talking Blue Darter basketball right now with Coach Scott Williams. Of course, the Blue Darters lost a really tough game last night. I believe it was a one-point loss uh, in a hard-fought game to the Boone Braves ending their season. And we're talking to Coach Williams about the game last night and also about the 2017-18 season. And, Coach, before we went to break, you were you know, talking about the impact um, of the guys, you know, this year and and, and, and the overall um, success of the program this year, the, the the step forward, another big step forward for the program, and of course, as you'd mentioned, and as we've talked about before, instrumental to that were a, a, a really strong group of seniors. In fact, you know, last year's team had no seniors. This year's team had a, a strong group of seniors that all made great contributions, not only to this season, but to the program when they were in it. I'd like to have you just share a little bit about, about those guys now with us. Yeah, six six young men that we're really, really proud of. Um, Mike Middleton, a, a senior who joined us this year. Um, and, you know, it's hard sometimes for seniors that don't, uh, don't play a lot, and Mike did not play a lot, but was a uh, complete team first guy. Came and worked his fanny off every day. Was incredible in the locker room, and very very proud of who and what he is and, and what he meant to us. And and then five guys that for the last two years, and in the case of Rodney Lubin and Jai Clark, more than that, but have just been so such a big part of what we've done on and off the floor. Um, uh, Malik Jackson, uh, two year. Uh, Letterman here, um, just a very sacrificial young man. Uh, when when our our point guard from last year transferred before the season, uh, Malik was forced for a lot of the year to kind of play out of position and and ha- have some of that burden, and just um, handled it with great responsibility and maturity. 
Um, just a, a really neat young man. Uh, Travis Henderson and Cody Griffin, two young men that um, at both ends of the floor meant so much. Incredible defenders, energy, enthusiasm. Uh, their soul and conscience um, are going to really be missed. Uh, they are, in many ways, uh, the the embodiment of what an Apopka basketball player is, and and in Travis's case, just uh, had a superb last six weeks of the season and averaged double figures, I think, over his last ten games. And um, and and if he hadn't caught the flu, uh, I think he would have been even better here the last the last week or so. He, he dealt with the flu the last week of the regular season and kind of lost a little bit of the the incredible rhythm that he had developed. And then the two seniors that had been with us the longest, uh, Rodney Lumen, who's a four-year varsity letterman, and Jai Clark the same. And, you know, each of them have somewhat similar stories. They both basically lost one year of their high school experience due to a knee injury. Um, uh, both of them uh, incredibly passionate um, leaders. Um, you know, uh, they lead in different ways, Rodney, uh, through his exuberance and his joy of playing and just his love of his teammates. And, you know, Jai really, uh, on a team that didn't have a natural uh, vocal leader, kind of inherited that role. And it was, you know, uh, I'm sure Jai would be the first to say didn't have the statistical year that he thought he might have and we thought he might have. But I just um, rave at, at how he evolved into someone who who would own the mantle of leadership and and uh, communication and encouragement and challenging his teammates to be better every day and um, you know certainly in their case if not others of those seniors um, I, I believe that uh, that they'll continue their their basketball experience next year um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Travis and potentially Cody did as well just based on where they decide to go to school and, and, and what they want to do uh, but just uh, a really neat group of kids that um that are fun to be around that are fun to coach and uh, uh and will be greatly greatly missed and, and leave a legacy of of uh of excellence for our program you know, thank you for sharing those great insights about those great players friends you're listening to blue daughter sports central coming to you live from the front porch at porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown apopka we're speaking with blue daughter's head basketball coach coach scott williams and now coach one of the i guess maybe ironically or not so ironically you know, before you joined us joe and i were, were talking we talked about this great group of, of seniors and the experience that you had on this team that you won't you know the guys that are moving on it's always you know tough to, to lose guys of this caliber and, and the contributions that they made but you know i should say it a little bit maybe ironically you know, one of the things, one of the many great things you've done is you've really helped to build the pipeline, and we've got some uh, some some good kids, you know, some good players coming back next year, and some people I know you're excited about. Could you talk a little bit about the guys that are coming back? And you said those eight returnees. Absolutely. You know, three, three, you know, three returning starters are, you know, our freshman point guard, John Latimer, who, who really gave us some stability the second half of the year and has so much to learn, but is a, just a fearless competitor who's really talented and, and we're so excited about what he'll do leading our club the next three years. Um, Zach Anderson, who blossomed this year as we knew he would as a 6'5 sophomore and to a guy that can be basically a double-double machine for us, I think, in the next two years. And, and then Nathan Lewis, who you know for the last two years has been our leading scorer, and 
you know, and, and we're going to fully transition Nate to being uh, exclusively a perimeter player, which is where his eventual destination will be at the college level. And I just think he's going to have an incredible off season and next year. And you know, and, and then you know, I think part of our key for next year is we, you know, we've been grooming two guards, Jacob Hall and Rudy Gatling, who who got spot minutes this year at times. And I know it was frustrating for both, but um, I think both of them are going to be really, really good varsity uh, starter caliber players for us next year, and we'll need them. Um, you know, it's part of what you do. You hope you have a pipeline and that those guys grow and develop, and uh, they're both capable of being really, really good. And and then. And then Keeving ATN's growth this year coming off the bench, I think Keeving probably will start for us next year. His energy and his ability to rebound and defend, and he's beginning to score some, uh, gives us more length. He, Zach, and Nate can all play together, and that's going to make us really long. And then two freshmen that we moved up that we are really high on, Kanye Jones and, and Earl Latimer. Earl, a, a 6'5 post who's going to be outstanding. And, and Kanye Jones, who's a phenomenal shooter and just needs to learn the game and to be able to compete at the varsity level. And you know, So we've got some good pieces. We're going to need to add a little depth, and we're going to need to get seasoned up, especially those guards that are going to be expected to do so much. But um, it's really good to build when you have a point guard with experience and two guys of the talent of Nate and, and Zach to, to start with. That's three really good building blocks. And it's never easy in our district. It's never easy in our metro. But um, we feel like we got something that can be really special here for years to come. Well, Coach, thank you for joining us. Again, I know it, it hurts a lot losing that tough game last night in the region to Boone, but you know I encourage you and everybody not to let that overshadow an, a, another great season for Blue Darter basketball and another great season, another season where we took a big step forward, including a, a district championship. And, and Coach, as, as we go, I just want to let you know personally how much we appreciate you as our coach and, and what a blessing it is to have you as our coach. Well, thank you so much, Roger. We're just um, uh, the support of our community and you guys and what you do is amazing. So thank you. Friends, Coach Scott Williams, head basketball coach for the Apopka Blue Darters. Well, Joe and guys, it's going to wrap it up for today. Another great show. And I want to thank Brian King for joining us and Coach Scott Williams. And friends, we encourage you to come on up to Porky's and get your weekend started off right with lunch at Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which is also Highway 441. It's a great day and a great weekend to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Go ahead and have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.